Welcome to the Kaiser Human Performance Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to educate and inspire you to make the most of your journey in health and performance. Each episode will provide an in-depth discussion on a specific topic related to human performance. If you're a growth-minded individual seeking knowledge and better solutions, this podcast is for you. We're glad you're listening in and we're excited to learn alongside you. My name is Gabe Derman, and today I'm joined by an awesome guest, Polly Steinman. Polly is the owner and head coach of South Brooklyn Weightlifting Club. In 2010, he started SPWC in a warehouse as a side gig to his printing and embroidery business. He has grown both in size and reputation as a premier barbell sports, strength, and performance training facility in New York City. On today's episode, Polly provides insight on his background and his experiences as a small business owner in the private sector of human performance. He shares with us how he integrates Kaiser's pneumatics to get the best out of his wide-ranging clientele and the impact that adding Kaiser has made on the growth of his business. You can follow Polly on Instagram at Simon and his gym at South Brooklyn WC. If you are ever in the Brooklyn area, Polly and his staff invite you to stop by SBWC. We hope you enjoy listening to today's episode. Hi, Polly. I appreciate you taking some time to join me on the podcast today. How are things in your world over in South Brooklyn? They're great, Gabe. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I mean, we're uh, we're busy. We're we're working. We're uh, we're getting people stronger. So, uh, no complaints for us. Love to hear it. Glad that things are going well, especially since our education visit to your club just over a year ago now. We yeah. definitely enjoyed getting to know you and your staff and your shared passion for human performance, education, and of course, coaching. Looking forward to your insights on what it's like being a small business owner in the fitness industry and the impact that Kaiser has made to your gym uh, since bringing in Kaiser. But before we do that, I'm curious to know more about Polly Steinman, the person. So if okay. you're willing, yeah. could you tell us a little bit more about your beginnings, kind of where you came from, where you grew up, and really tell us who Polly Simon is? Well, um, I I like to think about getting into strength training, getting into all of this is kind of my third, um, my third life, my third career, if you will. Um, I, I was actually born in London. Um, and then I grew up uh, different areas of the East Coast, then, you know, uh, Long Island. And then I ended up going to um, New York University, where I actually um, graduated with a degree in film. And so I spent about 15 years working in the film industry in New York City. And I got tired. Um, the, you know, there's a lot of changes in the industry. And I just I, I got kind of burned out. And um, so pivoted and for the next 10 years ran a screen printing and embroidery shop in Red Hook, where at a certain point I realized I had extra space and I was building a passion for strength training. Um, at that time I was uh, personally participating in CrossFit and, you know, I saw that kind of opened my eyes to kind of being more um, more focused on strength training. I really liked the strength training aspect of things. I like getting strong. 
Um, but I didn't really like the rest of CrossFit. And so, you know, I'm happy to have had that experience. And that was actually the catalyst for me to, you know, start building out my own gym just because what I was looking for didn't really exist in the area. You know, you've always heard the tales of, you know, people complaining about commercial gyms because they don't, you don't have access to enough equipment or the right equipment and so on and so forth. So I think very early on, my idea was to kind of bring what you'd see in a high performance center or, you know, a, a D1 college or, you know, just basically just a, a well-equipped strength room, but making it available to uh, the public, if you will. And so we had started out in, um, you know, uh, started out in Red Hook and then did it for about two years before we moved to, um, you know, moved to a bigger space as, as, um, as we kind of grew a following and, and grew membership. But that's, I mean, that's basically, you know, and I know I got into the, you know, some of the, how the start of the gym, but that's basically as me, for me personally, I've always been, you know, involved in some kind of strength sport or something, you know, my early days when I was a, um, when I was a teenager or early teen through most of my teens, I practiced judo. Um, so that, you know, that kind of, uh, got me on the, on the path to being strong and, you know, um, you know, since then many, many different commercial gyms. And obviously now that I own my own gym, um, I don't have to go anywhere else. So I'm spoiled. So being born in London, but then moving to New York and growing up, like you said, in Long Island, you a Giants or Jets fan? You know, funny enough, during that time, and I'm not not a huge football fan, but I grew up um, as a Jets fan, just because, um, you know, I was a couple towns over from Hofstra University, where uh, they used to do their summer training. Funny enough, I was taking a, uh, a Kung Fu class there for the summer. So we were able to, you know, it was, it was actually a lot of fun to watch, you know, stop and, you know, on the way to and from class and stop and watch their, their training and so on and so forth. And this was in the uh, 1980s. So that's when the Jets were actually good for a while. So um, I can't speak to it now, but but at the same, that's that's kind of how I how I grew up. Grew up, um, you know, Jets, Islanders, you know, things like that. And then probably as I got a little older, it switched over to to Rangers as I kind of became became entrenched in New York City. So um, yeah, those those were my teams when I was coming up. Gotcha. So as you move from the printing and embroidery business and you made this leap into the fitness world as a human performance professional, mm -hmm. what were your go-to resources for education? Where did you adopt your training principles from? It was, it was a mix. And so I, you know, I, to be very clear, I am, I'm very much um, an outsider to this whole thing. So I didn't come up, I didn't, I didn't have, when I came into this, I didn't have a degree in, in any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of movement or anything else. Like I said, I have a fine arts degree from uh, New York University. But, you know, I think that actually gave me a little bit of an advantage because then I wasn't kind of pinned down by any conventional uh, learning or ideas. So a lot of, so early on, um, you know, I, I was a starting strength coach for a little bit. Um, then uh, my one of my next bigger influences as I got into powerlifting was uh, Mike Tuchera from uh, Reactive Training Systems. Um, and I really liked his kind of measured logical approach. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, those those were some of the early, early influences. Then a lot of it is just, you know, ideas that I've developed on my own, um, learning about, uh, learning about movement, learning about, um, 
you know, just, just a lot of, you know, a lot of what I've learned and where I've kind of looked for knowledge has come from having a question that I couldn't answer. You know, it's just, you know, so the basic questions at first, it's like, what does it mean to be strong? How do I get stronger? What do I do to get stronger? What works? What doesn't work? Um, I think at the beginning I was, you know, um, following, you know, a bunch of people from elite FBS and, you know, things like that. And that was like, you know, in the, uh, you know, that's about 15 years ago or so. And, and it's, it's, um, you know, I, I think in, since then it's just, there's been a lot of trial and error. There's been, you know, a lot of kind of my own continued education. Um, you know, I've, I've picked up other certifications, you know, I'm a certified, uh, a USA weightlifting coach, you know, level two weightlifting coach, um, movement wise, um, you know, I've gone through the whole kin stretch, um, you know, just system and gotten most of their certifications, which funny enough, very much, um, started to build my, you know, understanding and kind of learning more about tendon strength, um, tendon elasticity, reactivity, which then, and then eccentric loading, which then obviously kind of, you can see a direct line from that to, um, to Kaiser. Yeah. What I like about your answer is really the curiosity led you down this road towards educating yourself and you just asking really simple questions like what does it mean to be strong what is this you know and and allowing that to kind of guide you down this road of education and morph into you know the individual and the coach and uh and gym owner that you are now so i understand that you are now south brooklyn weightlifting club mm -hmm. that started as you mentioned in 2010 as a side gig yep. so why did you decide to go with a weightlifting club it appealed to me i mean it's it's something that i wanted i i think that like so i've been I've, over my years i've belonged to a lot of commercial gyms and it just that the thing that i find missing from big commercial gyms among other things are community community and kind of uh, you know human connection and you know you can it's very easy for an individual to get lost in a commercial gym and it's not, that's not necessarily, it's just the way that commercial gyms are set up. And, and for, for us, it's like, we, we kind of wanted to flip everything on its ear. And I've, I, and I've been thinking about that um, recently. It's like, I think where most gym development and people building gyms going one way, I ended up going another way. And, and, and I, and I think that's actually become one of our strengths, but it just, you know, it just, uh, it just made sense to me as far as that goes uh as far as far as doing that yeah i believe looking at your website i mean even if you want to find out more information i you know i was looking at your website and you can see hey not join our club join our gym but it says join our community uh, which i thought yes. was was really awesome uh, and terrific so if you can tell us a little bit about this community tell us about your clientele the types of people that are coming to your gym and the services that you and your staff provide sure yeah and and you know, another thing about community, obviously, I, you know, if I'm, as I mentioned before, I'm looking for that, you know, that, that D1 experience and that's a team experience. And, and that's, that's kind of what I want to bring to, because a lot of people look at strength training as a very solo and individualized experience, but here it's like, we can train together. We can suffer together. We can celebrate together. 
And that's 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 what really excited me about building a community. It's that everybody else can support each other and everybody else, it, you know, it gives people a home and it keeps people coming back. They want to see people. They want to connect with people. And that, you know, in, in a way, that's that's very important. You want people to want to come to the gym so that they can get strong. We don't want it to be a we don't want it to be a struggle. Um, the type of people that come to my gym, all walks, all walks. Our, our youngest, you know, we te- you know, we, we start training early teens. And as I mentioned before, I think, you know, we have uh, our oldest member is 79 years old. So we're, I think we're spanning, you know, 60, 70, uh, or six or seven decades of different age. We're right now, I think our youngest is 12. And, you know, we, you know, this, this 12 year old, we've actually, you know, they're, and this is the nice thing. And this becomes a generational thing because their dad has been training at the gym for years and years and years. And so now that, you know, they want to start creating positive habits for their child, and so there, you know, we, first we started with movement. We actually then, you know, worked through um, Kaiser, and now, you know, they're using a they're using a barbell. But we also work hybrid with them also, so it's not always a barbell, because that can that can be a lot, especially for you know for a twelve year old. So we like to kind of mix it up and and work other modalities, you know, that that include, um, you know, some body weight work and also Kaiser work and. And learning about control and learning about, you know, uh, maybe slower eccentrics and, you know, explosive concentrics and things like that. And just learning to be uh, a good, active human being. No doubt. And obviously your weightlifting club, clients come to your gym to get better, stronger, more powerful with the barbell. So what then ultimately led you to considering and purchasing Kaiser for your gym? Well, I mean. Barbell's great. Barbell's wonderful. And it's very, you know, and for us, it's very sports specific. But what I'm finding is that over time, there's, there's, there's also limitations with the barbell. For instance, you know, it, it's very, you know, for most of the compound movements that we do, they're very linear. There's very little rotation work that's built in there. It's, it's harder to learn how to control different aspects of the movement with the barbell because you have to deal with the additional mass of the barbell and you have to deal with you know balancing this seven seven foot long you know 20 kilo piece of uh steel on your back with these awkward plates on your back as well so uh, among other things so what i was finding is that we were losing the ability to absorb force people would you know they, they just didn't know how to manage that and so that that became one of my early things to start thinking about how how and why, you know, what solution am I going to find for that? And, you know, it, it seems like all roads kept leading back to Kaiser. The, and there was honestly, there was another limitation. Where we put the Kaiser equipment was on the fourth floor of an old, as you mentioned before, it's like an old New York City um, loft building. You know, it's all wood construction. I mean, it's very solid all wood construction. But at the same time, you know, we had a smaller elevator. And there's something wonderful about being able to like basically if i need to rearrange that gym i can move everything every single piece by myself so now now i'm kind of switching hats a little bit and talking about as a business owner as a coach and so on and so forth so and the other thing is that since everything is controlled by air um you know i don't have to worry about additional weight slamming and you know bothering our neighbors and so on and so forth so i mean nice kind of like you know benefit that i didn't even immediately think about 
but being able to just have this granular control over what we do and over how we use Kaiser and then having so many different modalities on how to use Kaiser because you know for instance I'll 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 tell tell our um our members tell our athletes to you know a lot of times they'll just be like go up and work on this machine or go up and work on this machine you know and let, let's work explosively here or let's work let's do a little bit of hypertrophy here or let's just work to your power number this way or you know whatever it is and it just you know one machine gives me so many different options um as far as use goes and there's you know um it's funny and I, I know i know you know we were kind of talking before and you asked me about my favorite it's like the um you know favorite favorite kaiser machine changes week to week depends on my needs um it's almost like you know they're all they're all my children i can't choose a favorite <laughs> but but at the same time it's it's like they're you know they, they they're all useful and that's the wonderful thing i mean nothing nothing really collects dust up there yeah, I like what you mentioned, not just from a coaching perspective, but then also obviously from a a small business owner or business owner perspective, just the different things that you need to consider, such as, you know, the building and the maintenance of the building as well, and how Kaiser has benefited you in that way and reduce some of the worry that, you know, is associated with something like that. So could you speak a little bit further on the coaching side about some of the integration of Kaiser with your training programs and sessions? How does pneumatics coexist with barbell and other mass-based resistances? Well, it I think it coexists wonderfully. So so one of the, you know, for for a lot of a lot of things for a lot of us, it's it's about there's a skill component, especially for competitive powerlifters competitive weightlifters where they absolutely have to work with the barbell. But after that skill component is there, you know, now we're just talking about, you know, and, and if we take out the movement, the necessary movement patterns to do, you know, to, to effectively squat, bench press, deadlift, um, the movement patterns that are required to uh, snatch or, you know, clean and jerk effectively, you know, it's very hard to do that without a barbell. But afterwards, all, you know, everything is open. So, so now what we can do is then we can, you know, instead, and then also, you know, working with a barbell on a regular basis, it can be fatiguing and actually stressful to the body. Um, you know, just, just kind of having to always kind of handle and manage a barbell, you know, having the barbell on your back, on your shoulders, it, it, it can, it can actually detract from getting strong over time. And, you know, there's burnout and there's overuse and so on and so forth. Kaiser helps us mitigate all of that stuff because we can, you know, in a sense, because of pneumatics and because the way the pneumatics are so smooth, because they're machines, these all become benefits, especially in an ecosystem like ours where we're working with barbells and then we can go to machines. The machines have their place. And so people can, can get stronger and get more volume in without as say much fatigue with, you know, joint fatigue with they having to hold a barbell in a front rack that that gets to be that gets to be stressful over time. So why not just you know just get on the squat and you know just just squat without having to worry about that. So that that makes things easier as well. Um, so that integrates well. Anytime that we see an indication of of an injury, will in in because we have sharp eyes and you know everything that we haven't really talked about this much yet, but you know, our model is that everything in our gym is coached. So our coaches are always watching our athletes. And as soon as they see something, catch something. And we've also, um, 
instructed our members, our athletes to just, hey, give us a heads up. You start feeling something in the shoulder, let's talk about it right away. Don't wait for it because it's not going to get better. It might, but why do we want to take that chance where we can say, hey, let's let's give you some homework. Let's do a little bit of rotational work, a little bit of shoulder work up on the Kaiser where we can go low impact and, and low low mass, but really get into the into the problem area, into the area that might be overworked from a, from a barbell. So it gives a nice respite. And there are times where people just want to change things up and they have that option. So people are coming in and they're doing, you know, compound lifts a couple times a week. Um, and then they're, they're, they're filling in all the other work and accessory work and strength work uh, with Kaiser. Right. You hit on some of those major benefits there, especially for your population, the reduced mechanical stress, the ease of use, obviously providing some variation as well. Before we started here, we were talking offline a little bit. You were also talking a little bit about a competition that's coming up yeah. and how you implement Kaiser and post-competition. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Post-competition, we need to, you know, it's, it's so basically there's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a bigger, a bigger thing that I have. And this is another thing that led me to Kaiser was that in a barbell club, a traditional barbell club, I mean, it's, it's all barbells, but then it's all barbells all the time. And, and people need a break. People need, you know, like more and more I'm thinking about seasons. I'm thinking about, and, and I think traditionally with barbell work, people are like, no, we have a barbell all year round. We can train all year round and we can train with a barbell. And it, so now I'm more thinking about seasons. So basically after this competition, we kind of go into off season for a little bit. And off season allows me to kind of then go back and take a look at where the movement deficiencies are in the athletes, things that have been overlooked because they need to dedicate the time to practice the skill of barbell lifting. And now we can say, okay, we need to get up there. We need to fix this stuff. We need to, you know, get deeper into our hips a little bit. Uh, you know, we need to kind of start loading up on the on the calf machine just to get the Achilles back to being, you know, uh, conditioned and so on and so forth. And um, you know, we need to get you guys up on the leg extension just because you know that that part of the quad tends to get neglected when you're barbell squatting, and the leg extension fills it in nicely. You know, things like that. So, we, you know, we need to kind of round you out as athletes because I think that's something that gets neglected as well. People just are looking at one modality of strength, but they're missing all this other stuff of joint care, of tendon care, of, of you know, just even in, a, in a, just, just kind of getting the whole body working as a whole and working through a bigger range of work, motion, working through mobility, even just uh, terminal extensions. Just so, so focusing on, on making sure you complete the whole range of motion, whatever we're doing, you know, changing up, you know, just and having things be efficient as well. The amount of work that we can get done with, with the, you know, with all the Kaiser pieces that I have, we can get a lot more work done. We can get more work done faster than we can with just a barbell. There's no changing weights. You want to change weights, you press a button. You know, you want to, you know, you're, you're working in with a group. It takes two seconds to make adjustments. So, I mean, those are all nice benefits as well. And we can, you know, honestly, I can, I can use Kaiser for, for conditioning as well. You know, if we bring us down to, you know, 35% and say we're doing 20, 30 reps and, you know, we're doing short rest, that becomes another modality for us to just get the muscles conditioned. So my, my, my goal, my internal directive, my directive to my coaches and my team here um, is that we want 
our members to be as well-rounded as possible. Nobody's getting paid to do this. They're paying us to make them better. And so it's our, you know, I, I don't, I think for a long time, it was okay just to get strong. But now I think about longevity. I think about, you know, how can somebody be using this into their 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s? How can somebody be active for all that time? Because, you know, as, as, as we all see in the, in the news and we all see with, you know, in the trades and everything else, it's like, it's just people just have to move. Definitely did a great job of highlighting the versatility of Kaiser and pneumatic specifically and what that can do for, you know, all these different types of needs that you might have. You mentioned fatigue, you mentioned injuries and um, deficiencies, joint care, tendon health. I understand that you have some PTs on your team as well. Mm -hmm. Can you provide some insight and shine some light on that area and how they're implementing Kaiser with these populations or injured populations or return to training? Same principle. We've had, we've had a number of people come in. It seems like, you know, so one of my biggest, uh, you know, one of the, one of the rec sports that always kind of sends a chill down my spine is rec soccer. Um, You know, and where people are playing rec soccer, because, you know, from what I, from what I see, from my members and so on and so forth, people you know fancy themselves better soccer players than they are, even in a, even in a no tackle, um, you know no tackle uh, league, someone's going to come in and tackle, and then that that creates an ACL injury, and that's usually what happens. It's like usually there's some kind of ACL injury, either that rec soccer, rec, um, you know rec rugby things like that, and what we've successfully helped is like post post surgery. Um, you know, post uh, post immediate clearance or post like immediate work, we've we've helped people get back to almost full, uh, you know, an often full activity just by starting them with programming with Kaiser first, before we even get under a barbell, before we even get into the the free form compound movements, we're gonna we're gonna work a protocol to just slowly build strength, work eccentrics again just to help build and condition and, and create strength and stability for the athlete and also confidence, self-confidence for the athlete is, is amazing. If they feel like they can actually load that joint properly, they're going to start using it more. If that joint is always tender, they're going to stay away from it. And it's going to change, um, you know, it's going to, it's going to change the way they move and it's going to change the way they function in the future. And the idea that we always have in the gym is we want people to eventually forget that they ever had that injury. We want to get them to the point where they just they feel as a whole human being. So they're not it's it's not something that's inhibiting them in the back of their minds. They, we want them to get get as close to 100 percent as we can. If not. And, and on top of that, actually more than 100 percent, because we want to get past the weakness of that area that they initially had, which kind of exposed them to injury, if that makes sense. You know, so now we're taking a look at these areas and say, OK, maybe this was always a little weaker. But now we need to make sure that that's just a little bit stronger and that everything else gets stronger around it. And so that, you know, the, the whole body can function as a whole. Yeah, you nailed it with those early stages, the confidence piece to, to the return to training, especially in assisting with reducing really that, that neuromuscular inhibition. I mean, you see the confidence that somebody can have on Kaiser using pneumatics, especially with the unilateral pieces early on and what that can do for them in the long run, like you said, not just getting back to where they were, but then 
getting past that and, and being better than they even were before prior to injury. Um, it's funny. I was laughing. You, you mentioned New York and soccer and, and rugby in Chicago here. We, we have issues with our hands and fingers. I, I broke my fingers playing some softball here. Shattered Again? pinkies. <laughs> no, that, that was actually, no, that was from last year still. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I was just checking. That's right. I remember when I was over there. No, I learned yeah. my lesson. I learned okay. my lesson. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately there's not much that can help me with that. Um, so my question for you is you're starting to take these clients that were training a lot of barbell work or, you know, were healthy and then had an injury, whichever way they got to the actual Kaiser piece. How are you educating your clients on what they're feeling when they first start using Kaiser for the first time? Hmm. Um, we'll start out, we'll, uh, you know, generally we'll, we'll let them feel it first. We'll let them just kind of, we're, we're going to set something light. And, you know, I think I mentioned this before, but again, I love the fact that I can, you know, it's just for, you know, for multiple reasons, we have all of our equipment set in kilos. So, you know, we, um, and, and everybody gets used to it, but, but all I was going to say is that I love the fact that I can incrementally load by one kilo at a time. And depending on the machine, it could be a tenth of a kilo. Um, and so we're starting out light. We're just letting them feel full range of motion. We're letting them work through a range of motion and let them let them kind of build confidence, just feeling how smooth the machines are. Because that's another thing about Kaiser. It's like you don't, you're not running through these pockets of either light or heavy. It's generally continuous resistance as close as you can to continuous similar resistance throughout the entire range of motion. And then the other thing that we want to do is get people used to using a full range of motion. So I mentioned terminal extensions before. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, we the people will do, say, TKEs separately. But what I, what I push for when people are using Kaiser is I want on the leg extension, I want a full knee extension. On the squat, I want a full full leg extension again, full knee extension. So then we're teaching people to access their entire range of motion and strengthen through the entire range of motion. So we just start out very slowly, let them let them feel it, let them feel comfortable. Frankly, it's it's also about getting buy-in because once they're bought in, then they then they get it and they're like, okay, now and you can almost gamify it. So if I, if I'm working my leg extension, I'm doing twenty kilos today. I'm sure as heck going to, you know, go for 21 or 22 kilos next time. And then, you know, usually when we say, okay, when you get up to 30, 40 kilos on your, on your leg extension, depending on who they are, then we can, then we can start other movement patterns and we can start, you know, doing maybe a more free, like free space thing. There's, there's a lot of, and, you know, even on the squat machine, there's a lot of things that we, you know, a lot of bits that I have around it. For instance, I have, um, I've got a nice 20 degree wedge that we use if we want to, you know, hit the quads a little harder. I've also got, you know, a Bulgarian split squat stand right behind it. So if people want to do single leg work, I also have a couple just, you know, uh, inch and a half rubber pads near it so that if we want to elevate somebody, so if they want a bigger range of motion throughout. So there's, it just, it seems like there's not, I'm not very limited in what I can do. And that that's a really nice thing too, for what we can offer the members. So then they, the, the, at the end, like basically the whole goal is that they see a path forward for themselves, 
and they start building their confidence immediately. And then they also have this willingness to, to keep coming back and doing it. It's not a chore. It takes two seconds to hop on a machine, set your, set your position and go. And that's a wonderful thing as well. It's not complicated. Definitely. You mentioned the, the impact that the low momentum resistance has on getting clients through that entire range of motion. And then on top of that, the ability to see the objective data on the screen, it helps motivate them for when they come back next time. Hey, what did I do last time? And, and they are motivated to beat that. And I like what you led off with in terms of educating them, just letting them feel that. I mean, I know when we came and did our education, we could sit there and talk a little bit about mass and pneumatics, but really the light bulb turns on when you start feeling it and just using it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you, once you start quote unquote driving the machines, once you, once you li literally get them in your own hands and, and, and everybody, people don't stop using it. It's not the people that, you know, our members that go to the, it's part of their routine now. Like, and, and that's kind of, and it's even changed the way that we write our programming. Because now what I'm doing is I'm writing programming for the compound list. I'm focusing on that, some supplemental work, but I'm leaving some of the, the rest open because now we can, we have so many accessory options that we can use with Kaiser. And that's, that's, that's how I'm, you know, that's how things are evolving for us as programming as well, is that we're giving, you know, we're letting, we're just giving our members the option of doing both. And again, if all you have is a barbell, everything looks like barbell training. But I'm fortunate in that, you know, I have these multiple tools that I can use. And, you know, that just kind of, you know, makes me look like a better coach. So thank you, Kaiser. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, we're appreciative of you. And just a quick thought, you were talking about the TKEs and, and versatility. My mind went to the four-way hip, the ability to do TKEs on there. Uh, the mm -hmm. functional trainer at knee height, you can use one of the straps for that. There's a lot of ways to accomplish that with the versatility of that. So Thank you for uh, some of your insights there. So if you could tell us a little bit as it really puts your business uh, owner hat back on here, what impact has Kaiser made on the growth of your business since last October? It's, um, it's contributed. I mean, it's given us, it's, 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 it's significantly expanded our training options. Um, from a business owner standpoint, um, low, low to no maintenance. You know, we basically, we keep the stuff clean. We make sure everything's moving smoothly. But, you know, on top of that, I feel very supported by Kaiser. So, so you know, we were talking offline before and I just, I, I, like there was, I had a small technical issue and I was able to call, you know, call Kaiser and within 10 minutes I was talking to a tech. Tech walked me through everything. It was fixed in, in 20 minutes. So everything done in 20 minutes. And as a business owner, I hate having to hassle with things like that. I don't, you know, especially as you mentioned before, a small business owner. So what that means is I'm wearing more hats. And so, you know, one of my hats is chief maintenance operator, you know, something like, so I don't want to, I don't want to have to waste a day trying to track somebody down, dismantling an entire piece and maybe having it work or maybe never having it work the same way again with, I feel very confident in, in Kaiser as far as, um, you know, it just being solid state in in a funny way. It's it is very solid state in my mind, and you know, it's it's and all, all that means is that like there's not a lot of moving parts, um, and and it's very easy to to look after and, and care for. So that that works really well. Um, another thing I think about it's it's fast. You know, there's not a lot of like a lot of complicated adjustments. 
So, you know, if we're working in small groups, it's very easy to have people, you know, move in and out of equipment or work in, work in as teams with, um, with almost no slowdown and, you know, maybe even just train faster. Um, other things I like about, you know, as a business owner, um, the displays, you know, the, the displays are nice because they do give you a little bit of biofeedback. You know, it does, you know, it does gamify things a little bit where you're trying to kind of hit and maintain a power number and you're trying to maintain that power and you're seeing that right in front of your face. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's thought out, well-developed, you know, I, I Kaiser has been around for what, over 40 years, around 40 years. And, you know, I, I mentioned that to our members as well. I said, this is not, this is not a brand new company. This is a company that's been, that, that invests in itself, invests in, in its education, invests in, um, you know, its, its owners and, and that shows. And so those are all things again, that are, that are important to me as a business owner, because I want to be supported because I don't want to just have this piece of equipment and then find myself being stressed out. Um, if a, a piece goes down, if something happens, I'm, I'm confident knowing that if there's a bigger issue, you know, you can send your, ser your local service team out to fix it. If it's a small issue, I can just make a phone call. Um, you know, it's, uh, I very much appreciate all that stuff. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, well, thank you. And obviously we appreciate having you as a part of our community as well and, and people like you and like-minded individuals. So I'm going to press you here a little bit. You Go said ahead. it's like choosing a favorite child. What yeah. is your favorite piece of Kaiser equipment and why? Um, I would say, I would say these, a lot of times I think if I come back to it, it's probably the four-way hit because it can do so much um, so quickly. And, and I find that a lot of, especially a lot of our community, a lot of our powerlifting members, you know, especially powerlifters have issues with their hip just because there's so much loading in that area and being able to kind of find relief and quickly work through all the, you know, um, abduction, adduction, flexion and extension, working at all different ways, paces, so on and so forth. There's a million ways to use it. It's not just four way. Right. And so, so that's that's one of that's that's probably um, at the top of my list. As far as kind of other things that go, it's you know. So that that would be my one of my personal favorites. I think staple for us is also leg extension um, and and you know hamstring curl. Um, see, I'm going to go down the whole list. You know, this is how it's going to end up, right? It's like they're all in there. But also also the functional trainer and the you know that for being able to do rotational work um things you know there's but but yes if you were pressing me right now top of my list before we hit possibly calf um kind of falling under that just because of the way that um that we can use the calf i think it's probably one of the the best built calf machines especially because we're we're dealing we're not really kind of in a sense like not dropping the heel but you know kind of plantar flexing instead that kind of translates better to sport and just, you know, sometimes I like to just get on there and, and just rotate around and just kind of find the different angles to really just get deeper into, you know, the Achilles and the, uh, the soleus and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, those would be the main ones. I would say on certain days, maybe Mondays is chest press, uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, it, it's, but the, those would be some of the top. On international uh, bench press day. 
Yes, of course. That's why that's why I mentioned it. <laughs> Every day is. Yeah. Uh, so depending on provide, who you are, right? Yeah. yeah. So you provided a, a brief history just about how you got started. My question for you is moving forward. What's next for Polly Simon and South Brooklyn Weightlifting Club? Uh, I, you know, it's funny. We, I think about different concepts. I think about, um, you know, there's thoughts of, there's always thoughts of opening a second location, right? But, but right now we, we do occupy about 15,000 square feet. I think about different ideas of how to, introduce training and you know one of the things i think about would be to open a new location that would be really everything that a commercial gym isn't and i think that's what a lot of people are looking for so and you know funny enough all of this can be done with kaiser just just in the sense of of using the racks and having basically having lots of racks and lots of um lots of all the kaiser performance machines and not, and then maybe like some some additional specialized bodybuilding stuff, but for whatever reason, most commercial gyms are you know all about treadmills, uh, you know stair steppers things like that. All the cardio stuff, the strength stuff, stuff takes up less. But I think that there's definitely demand for the type of gym that I'm thinking about, like a performance center that would be open to the public. One of the issues, not it's not necessarily an issue, but we're we're more of a private gym where, you know, people come in, they're coming in for coach training. I would want to see about you know creating something that can be open to the public, where where there's not that coached element, but people have access to what I would consider the right equipment to get strong, not just a bunch of random stuff that's not well thought out and so on and so forth. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, obviously we're going to, you know, reach out to you and, and follow you and follow South Brooklyn weightlifting club and, you know, hope for, hope for uh, your success and, and we'll continue to root for you. I have a couple of quick hitters before we wrap up here, a uh, lightning mm -hmm. round, so to speak, if you're ready for that. I'm ready. All right. We're going to go rapid fire. All right. Favorite food. Gotcha eggs. Favorite barbecue menu item. At Dino Barbecue. At Dino Barbecue, the ribs. Good answer. Best coffee nearby in Guanas. In Guanas, um, Abbotsford Road. Favorite activity outside of work. Yeah, probably just enjoying the city. Just uh, getting out, walking around, exploring new places. Um, there, there's a reason why I live in Brooklyn, and you know, I, I just just getting out there and. You know, exploring a new restaurant, finding a new shop, just just seeing how it changes and just being part of the vibrancy of New York. The Jets will win a Super Bowl by the year blank. I have no idea. That, that's, <laughs> I don't know if anybody does at this point. I mean, you know, it's a uh, it's it's yeah, it's it's that that's kind of a that's a loaded question. <laughs> hey, I'm a Bears fan, so I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> For human performance and fitness enthusiasts who are visiting New York and in the Brooklyn area and want to come by and check out South Brooklyn Weightlifting Club, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, they probably go to our website and, you know, southbrooklynwc.com. 
And there's a, there's a way to connect with us there. Just send us an email. Um, very easy. What we do allow, you know, we, we, as I mentioned before, we, you know, it's a, we're a membership based gym, but we do have, we do allow drop-ins for out of town guests. And so it becomes a very nice thing for people. You know, they're traveling from all over the country. They're prepping for a competition. They just want something different than a commercial gym. Um, so yeah, just reach out and just let us know what you need and we can set you up with a day pass. Awesome. Anything else that you'd like to share? No, aside from my, uh, my gratitude to Kaiser for, um, for taking me in and, and in kind of providing all this awesome equipment for us to, for me to use it, it, I, frankly, it just makes me look better. And so I appreciate that. Of course, we appreciate you. Awesome, Polly. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was a blast. I'm hoping I can get out to New York soon, like I mentioned, and come visit. Been a lot of gyms, and like I said previously, South Brooklyn Weightlifting Club was easily one of my favorites. You mentioned the wood beams that are there. It has this early, mid-1900s New York yeah. industrial character, and I really can't wait to come back to that. I love training in that, and yep. we just really appreciate you and look forward to speaking again soon. Likewise, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. We appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Kaiser Human Performance Podcast. To stay up to date on all things Kaiser, follow us at Kaiser Fitness on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. For more content, you can visit our Kaiser Fitness YouTube page and at our website, www.kaiser.com. Thank you and have a great day.